Welcome back to Elevate Inspiration for Sunday School. Hey, I'm happy you joined us. This week, our lesson is Lesson 10, entitled Isaiah Offering Hope for the Future. You can find this in Isaiah, the 29th chapter, verses 13 through 24. Let's get started. For 60 years, the prophet Isaiah served Judah. His voice was the voice of God to call disobedient back to God. You know, when neighboring Assyria grew in political and military power, Judah leader relied on Assyria and the surrounding nation for safety rather than relying on God. You see, when you think about it, God demonstrated mastery over history for giving Isaiah a vision of what will occur during, before, and after the Babylonian captivity. You see, God instructed both nations, Judah and Israel, to place their trust in him, not pagan empires like Assyria or fictitious God. So in other words, this book of Isaiah focused on God's sovereignty over history. Leading in today's text is a verse that is found in Isaiah 29 11 and 12. It is sad to observe the ignorancy of the word of God as delivered by the prophet Isaiah. You know, in our first outline, what we see is a rejection of the creator. Basically, Isaiah states in 29, 13, and 14, and I'm reading this in the message, says these people make a big show of saying the right thing, but their hearts aren't in it because they act like they are worshiping me, but they don't mean it. I'm going to shock them awake. The wise ones who had it all figured out will be exposed as food. The smart people who thought they knew everything will turn out to know nothing. You know, basically what he's saying is that although the people profess to know God, their hearts are far from him. They don't keep his precepts. You know, and a simple thing, and you think about it, is that they're more following the legalistic rules than actually having a love relationship with God. You know, God says, you should love me with all your heart, mind, and strength. But these individuals, they fail to treat their neighbors with mercy, justice, and equality. Do we see that in our country today? So as you think about this outline, I want you to ask yourself this question. What self-test can you conduct to ensure that your heart matches what you say about God? Isaiah now shifts his theme in verses 17 through 21. As Israel returned to a covenant, we see a follow by flourishing. So basically what he's saying here, he's used metaphors. Look at this. And again, I'm copying from the message. And then before you know it, without you having anything to do with it, wasted Lebanon will be transformed into a lush garden. The deaf will hear word for word what's being written. And after a lifetime in dark, the blind will see. And then you jump down to the end of those verses, it says, Gone the people who have corrupt the courts. Gone the people who cheated the poor. Gone the people who victimized 
innocent. You know, as I mentioned earlier, that Isaiah used imagery to lay out metaphors to show a massive change that will occur when God renewed Israel back to their place. That same thing will occur in our lifetime once we realize that God is in control we can be renewed back to flourishing the way he wants us to flourish. Our last outline, God's end with a restoration as he reminds the children of Israel how God reinforces message to them by prophesying that. And if you notice here, I have again written it in, in the message, the same God who redeemed Abraham. He's stating that no longer will Jacob hang his head in shame. These children will honor me by living holy lives. In holy worship, they honor the Holy One of Jacob and stand in holy awe of the God of Israel. Those who got off track will get back on track and complainers and whiners will learn gratitude. You know, truly I can say that with the blessings of wealth and prodigy, God promised us that all we have to do is stay in line with him. Even those who scoff at God, he's going to ignore and he will give instructions that will change their way of living. Now that is awesome. Because if you notice now, Isaiah is prophesying this. He's prophesying doom. Now he's prophesying restoration. Our lesson, I conclude with this. You know, our passage offers hope for those who find themselves far from God despite our religious heritage. You know, every generation we can find in churches those filled with the, that have devoted themselves fully to God. However, there are some that are just tending church because of a duty or because mama did it. You see, the unjust ways with which these congregants treat their neighbors are not hidden from God. God actually knows your heart. So I end with this thought to remember. God is able and willing to renew our hearts. Hey, I appreciate this. I'll see you in Sunday School. Hey, why don't you come join us? On Sunday at 6 p.m., here's our Zoom session. Our meeting ID is listed here and our passcode. And like I always say, see you in Sunday school.